It's the E-Commerce Minute, your daily dose of e-commerce, tech, and retail news with your hosts, John Suter, Bart Moraz, and Brittany Blackman. The E-Commerce Minute is a production of Sumo Heavy, a digital commerce consulting firm located in Brooklyn, New York, and Philadelphia. Find us on the web at sumoheavy.com. It's E-Commerce Minute episode 718. In today's episode, Miss Flying, get airline snacks delivered to your door. Our inability to travel due to COVID-19 has us thinking about what could have been. People have been recreating airplane window views, vacation scenes, and we've been scrolling through our camera rolls in complete nostalgic despair just to feel something again. While there are, of course, more serious aspects of the pandemic going on, it's okay to mourn trips you've been planning. But do you miss traveling that much that you're craving airline snacks? The online surplus stock grocery delivery company, Imperfect Foods, which aims to eliminate food waste, is delivering three-ounce snack packs of mixed cheeses, crackers, and dry cherries from JetBlue Airways for $2.99. Since airplane food is not usually a hot commodity, the company worked to make the packaging better for safety reasons and more appealing in the process. Flyers previously had to pony up $9 for the airline's eat-up boxes, according to JetBlue's website. But don't worry about airborne illness. The imperfection of the box charcuterie is excess inventory. It's a win-win. Grounded travelers can feast on food that would otherwise go to waste and cure their nostalgia for a cross-country commuting. The company has sold 40,000 cheese and stack trays to prevent food waste and has many eager clients looking for people to buy pounds of food that was originally meant for restaurant, hotel, and travel businesses. JetBlue sold the unused cheese trays at a heavily discounted price and donated the leftover snack inventory to Feeding America. JetBlue has also donated a number of leftover snacks to local hospitals and organizations through Boston and Fort Lauderdale. If you really love airline food or simply miss it, you might as well buy it to help prevent food waste. Eating airplane food is a virtuous act in 2020. Hmm. I could go for one of these right now. (laughs) Snacks are fine. I mean, there's some good snacks. JetBlue always had the best ones. Yeah, I mean, there's American has they have a little cheese thing that I used to like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, JetBlue had the, I think that the first one that had the corner pops, you know, the the popcorn thingies. Oh, and it, yeah, and they just had a thing in the front. You could just grab it, right? Yeah, that's always my favorite, where it's just like in the front or if it was the bigger plane, it was in the middle of the plane too. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, just grab your snacks and go drinks and just go get it. Like, that was always a great. Because then the, that's the, the best part of that is like, they're not in the middle of the aisles, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is my one pet peeve. It's like you have your little things of, you know, going on an airplane. First is, okay, I'm in my seat. You got to wait. You know, you're playing that roulette to see who's going to sit next to you. All right, that's all sorted. You're all settled in. Then you got to wait for the plane to take off so you can crack open your iPad or your laptop or whatever to get into your entertainment or work, whatever you're going to do. Then as you get into that, here comes the cart. So you've got to time your bathroom visit. You got to wait for the cart to come through. Stuck. (laughs) Or if you're just trying to get some sleep, it's like, got to wait till the cart's done because she's going to bump into your leg and she's going to pass the water over your head. And it's like, yeah. So (laughs) anyway, I think, you know, I think this is pretty interesting from the fact that, that, you know, at least they're not letting the stuff go to waste, but there are people who are rabid about their love of airline snacks. Case in point, what is that cookie? The Biscoff? Biscoff. Yeah, I yeah, love the those. Biscoff. So on American. There's a well, they have an yes. American and they have it on Delta. Delta actually sold so many of them. They got into an agreement with the company Biscoff. They're a Belgian company, the Lotus Biscoff. And the Biscoff cookies on Delta actually have a little Delta Airline logo stamped on the actual cookie. I don't know if I'm a fan, but if I'm really hungry, I'll eat it. But people love these things so much. And before you couldn't get them in store. But now if you type in airline biscuits or airline crackers, like you can get them on Amazon. I think Target sells them now. 
And there was this one guy who he was, uh, I've read this story and I, I wish I could find it, but I'm going to paraphrase here. He used to travel a lot and he would take his young son and that was their thing. Like they would have the little Biscoff cookies. And when the pandemic started, like, you know, him and his son were like, boy, we really miss the cookies. And that was their thing to like search for these special cookies that they get. People really love these things. It's almost like a cult following. Yeah, there's like a secret underground society for them, I feel like, what I was reading. <laughs> Let's see. Biscoff, shop Biscoff. Yeah, so you can get 32 singles on Amazon for, oh, not bad, eight bucks. Eight bucks. I mean, I wouldn't go out of my way to get these things. It just reminds me of just, I'm hungry and I'm on an airplane. That's about it. It's called, it's yeah, called like it's Biscoff, so I don't starve when I get off the plane and get my actual food. <laughs> it's in between I mean, there's, the food. There's, at least they're not sending actual airplane food. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I got to say, over the years, it has improved a lot, but still. Well, the problem with airline food in general is because the cabins are pressurized, so your taste buds are different, so they oversalt all their food. You don't taste it when you're in the air, but I'll bet you if you took that meal off and sat and ate it in the terminal, it wouldn't taste quite as tasty as you imagined while you were sitting on the plane. Correct. True fact. And also, don't drink the water on the plane. <laughs> don't drink the water or actually do anything on a plane right now <laughs> <laughs> i was supposed to go on a flight on june 6th still haven't canceled it but i don't see myself getting on it <laughs> and some other airlines have been donating some of their excess food southwest has donated more than four hundred thousand dollars in snacks and other in-flight items to nonprofit organizations and nearly 13 tractor trailers full of groceries to 15 food bags that are part of the feeding america network United has donated 173,000 pounds of food to food banks and charities, pulling from airport lounges and catering kitchens. United volunteers have also processed more than 428,000 pounds of food and household goods for the Houston Food Bank. We've done a story on imperfect foods a while back. Oh, so here's a story about imperfect foods. So imperfect foods, they're budget conscious. So they're looking for that misshapen pepper and that weird looking orange that looks like your cousin Arnold and you know, and they resell them and people love it because it's like, who cares? I don't care what it looks like as long as it's not rotten and it tastes good. But the one thing that they can't usually get are pineapples. So where do people eat pineapples generally? In hotels. With the hotel business stalled, Imperfect Food has been able to buy and offer them at a fair price. Awesome. And has also redistributed popcorn kernels destined for movie theaters and broccoli florets reserved for restaurants. See, nature is healing. <laughs> <laughs> there's big broccolis walking downtown <laughs> it's just really interesting i mean we can get a whole story about food waste i mean it's heartbreaking to see you know people going hungry and potato farmers in idaho are just dumping their potatoes on the side of the road it all speaks to our supply chain and all this just-in-time stuff which is great in a perfect world but when things go upside down not so great but we always talk about how people are pivoting and adjusting and doing things. And now a lot of the movie chains, well, there's not many movie chains left, but movie theaters are actually saying, well, your nostalgia for our popcorn, you know, we'll prepackage our popcorn and sell it to you. So you can, you know, some of the little boutique theaters are saying, you know, get that movie theater feeling, come buy some popcorn. That's not going to save them, but you know, it's just a way to get rid of some product. People, you know, getting a little creative in this crazy time. We'll do a little stat time. 
Fun fact, taste buds are 30% less sensitive to sweetness and saltiness at high altitude, which I mentioned earlier in the story. So foods get re-engineered for flights. And it's actually really interesting if you're into that kind of stuff. Look at some cooking websites. They talk about the science of airplane food. It's a little crazy. As of April 14, 2020, annual passenger revenue in the Asia-Pacific region was forecasted to decline by approximately $113 billion U.S. dollars from the previous year, according to Statista. And if you need a passport, the government is not issuing passports right now. So you are grounded. <laughs> so if you're thinking Literally. of going to Italy this summer, Italy is reopening their borders in June. I don't know about the rest yeah. of Europe, but you're not going to be doing any international travel for quite some time. I don't think so. Yeah. Folks, you plan your road trips. What's that? It's like, where are you going? Yeah. Where are you going? Yeah, what are you going to do? Where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> Yeah, I think, you know, listen, we always try to look for the bright spots in this situation. Domestic, you know, people are going to you know, rediscover the country, rediscover little places in their own, even in their own neighborhoods. I know myself, I've been living where I live for 20-something years, and I'm discovering all these little nooks and crannies because when you go out on that walk and you're like, oh, let's take a left turn down here and see what this looks like. Yeah, I think a lot of people are doing that. They're rediscovering, you know, what's around them talking to the neighbors. I know I talk to my neighbors more, except for the one on the left. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting, you know, and like I say, nature is healing. So you guys got anything else? Nope. Nope. Okay. That's your conversation for today. We'll see you on the internet tomorrow. That's it for today's show. If you like the show, do us a favor and subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes. And don't forget, you can now listen to the e-commerce minute on your Amazon device. Just add e-commerce minute to your flash briefing. And finally, if you have a comment or suggestion or just want to say hi, find us on social media at Sumo Heavy. <laughs>